Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Jordan Biddle, and welcome to the Cincinnati Reds Fan Podcast. And the Reds have now dropped four in a row. Plain and simple. The Reds have now dropped four in a row, and you look at it, and you say, alright, well, the Reds won six in a row before this, so they're now they're six and ten, or six and four their last ten games. Which overall isn't horrible, but isn't great. Should have won one of these games. Uh, of the last four, at least. I mean, at least. I mean, it makes you. It makes you cringe sometimes, man. It does. I mean, it, it, it's small. It is. It, it's small mistakes here. Our, our hitting hasn't been so hot, which makes it just. It, it just literally messes with my mind all the great hitters that we have on our ball club and we can't put put a uh, 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 put put some runs together makes no sense to me but the, the Reds moved six and four the last ten games and you're looking at it you're like all right six and four the last ten isn't bad but then you got to look at it as all right well you go back three more games and they're six and seven their last 13 games which is not good everyone which is not good the Reds were 36 and 38 and they are now 36 and 42 just like that snap at the fingers that is how quickly a year can turn against you I mean it was already against them before they they went on that that winning streak but to to lose four games in a row after a six-game winning streak is unreal. That is unbelievable. That, I mean, it makes no sense. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll accept one or maybe two losses in a row, but to lose at, at or in Anaheim... With a pitching staff that has an ERA over five and only get two runs the whole entire series is on flipping rail. I can kind of see why the Reds are looking for another hitter now. Do I agree with it still? No, I don't. I think it's a waste. Unless they're getting rid of someone, a position player. And I think that David Bell needs to stop using Russell Iglesias in the eighth inning. Just He needs to be used for only the ninth inning. That is it. That is where he's most comfortable at. Clearly, I mean, he's been complaining about it the whole year, which I hate. I hate that he complains about it. But if the guy doesn't do good in the eighth inning, then don't bring him in. The guy is what now? One and seven, one and eight, or something like that? Because David Bell brings him in early? Which I, I understand that the guy was almost unhittable last year. But. 
Oh, he's, clearly something's not working out. Clearly he's not comfortable somewhere. So you're going to have to switch it up or we're going to keep losing games like that. I hate to say it, and I hate to to, to help uh, Russell Iglesias out because he's a freaking whiny ass. But it's killing us. It's Something's killing us here, man. One and seven is not a good record for a closer. It's not. That is a horrible record. Uh, uh, I don't know. They need to. They need to do something about that. I don't know if you just. I don't know. <clears throat> it's a struggle, though. It really is. Why can't we have the Rossell Glacius that we had last year, or the Rossell Glacius who struck out like what was that, like twelve or fourteen something batters in a row in the, in the San Diego Padres series when we almost swept them? Why can't Why can't we have that pitcher? That guy was absolutely unhittable. Like, unreal. And now, there's guys like Justin Bohr who's batting a buck 70, hitting 500 foot bombs off him. Not to mention, three run shots. I mean, this is absolutely horrible, man. That we. we we lose four games after a six-game winning streak. After sweeping the Astros. Could have won the series against Milwaukee, but blew that. You know, I mean, it, 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 it's just so frustrating, man. Un, unreal. I mean, the Reds continue to be that 500 team when they're not. When they, when they're not, every, every single player on the team right now is playing at their below average career stats. Every single player, and it's not even like they're, they're. It's like ten points. Uh, their average is like ten points over under their their career. Uh, their career average, it's like 40 or 50 points. It's horrible. Suarez is at, I mean, I thought he was going to be batting 270, 280 maybe for the whole season, but the guy's struggling right now. Puig is getting hot. Sinzel gets on his little streaks and cools down, the streaks up, it cools down. Winker, I don't I don't even know what Winker's doing. That guy's supposed to be a flipping uh, a flipping the next Joey Votto. And I'm dead serious. Derek Dietrich's average, or career average is like 260 or 270 or something. That guy's batting 220 right now. I mean, I could go on and on. Even even some of the pitchers, ERA is not even that. They're their career average. Rossell Iglesias, Jared Hughes, Hernandez, David Hernandez. You know, I mean, our starting pitching isn't doing I mean, Anthony DiScalfani. 
Tyre Malley should be where he's at, which I still think they need to send him down to back down to AAA to 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 um, to uh, develop a little bit more. I honestly think that the bullpen is so stressed out right now. We, we got to do something. We have to do something here or we're not going anywhere with this team. We're not going anywhere at all. It's, it's, a, it's a real struggle to, um, to be a Reds fan. I've said this a million times. It's so frustrating. It hurts to be such a great baseball town. To have all these high schools around here being such good baseball teams. And people being so hype about baseball season. And then have their professional team in Cincinnati suck. Absolutely suck. Because the Yankees... The Dodgers, Boston Red Sox, Chicago Cubs, all the normal high-paying teams, Houston Astros, are taking all the good players and have almost $200 million more to spend than the Reds do per year. And yes, I'm, I'm, it, that's pretty close. I wouldn't say $200 million, but... It's getting up there. Uh, it's uh, I, I can't I can't complain enough, guys. I can't complain enough. I mean, last year I wasn't even as frustrated last year as I am now because I know that the Reds actually can do something this year. But they're not. They're not taking advantage of this situation. Their offense was better last year, and they have more pieces this year on the offense. It makes no sense. Zero. I mean, you you brought in Yasiel Puig to improve your outfield, which it does, and you're, it's an upgrade from Scott Shevler for sure. You got rid of Billy Hamilton, Robson Zell, that's definitely an upgrade from Billy Hamilton. You have Winker, who's supposed who batted at two or two ninety nine last year and is now batting two forty. That I mean, that outfield alone should be in an elite outfield, but it's not. Nick Senzel's the only one who's really hitting the cover off the ball. And really, he's not even hitting the cover off the ball. I mean, for, for a rookie, he's doing really good. But then you look at him, and you're looking at Pete Alonzo, and you're like, holy hell, where did this guy come from? Why can't we have that type of luck? I'm not saying Nick Senzel is, is bad. I love Nick Senzel. He's going to be a future star and probably a future Reds Hall of Famer. It'd be crazy to get rid of him. But the fact that Yasiel Puig, I mean, he's getting hot, but the fact that Yasiel Puig and Dustin Winker aren't doing a flipping thing and have been cold the whole entire season kills us. 
And then Suarez, the only one to be hot for a long time there, and then become cold, it, it, it kills us. Dietrich has, what, 18 bombs and hasn't hit a bombs in forever. Kills us. The guy was at, his average is at like 260, and now it's at 220. I don't think the guy's gotten hit in like 10 games. It's horrible. Joey Votto finally got hot. And everybody else got cold. Kills us. Absolutely kills us. I'm sorry, but we don't need Barnhart anymore. Because Sally is the better hitter. And Casali has... Uh, I'm pretty sure he has just as good of a fielding percentage as Barnhart does this year. If not better. We do not need Tucker Barnhart. I'm sorry. I love Barnhart. He's a good guy. But we don't need him anymore. Trade him away. Get a couple prospects out of him. Or maybe trade him away and get a flip another ace pitcher. I don't know. Do something. I don't even think we're, we're, in, any, we're in trade talks. Besides with the Yankees, which said that would be selling Luis Castillo. And we don't want to do that. Trust me. You would be absolutely outside your mind to sell Luis Castillo, to even talk to anybody about selling Luis Castillo. You'd be outside your flipping mind, man. I'm going to look up some, uh, let's see here. Let me, give me one second. Uh, I'm looking up some, some rumors here, because I have, I didn't check yesterday. I usually check every day. Um, here we go. Yeah, New York Yankees interested in Cincinnati Reds pitcher Luis Castillo. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Alright, let let me see if I can find anything else here. Make sure there's there's nothing, like, actually going on. Yeah. (laughs) That's hilarious. It says... Yeah, this this guy says, uh, or uh, the Reds would be crazy if if the uh, if they trade Luis Castillo to the Yankees. It would be absolutely comedy. Yes, that would absolutely. There's no way. This guy is a signed young contender, and the and then the Yankees probably thinking, well, the Reds are freaking idiots. Yeah, well, yeah, well, duh. You know. I mean, I don't blame the Yankees right now. They're probably like, we can probably get this guy for cheap. I mean, the Yankees have unlimited money, technically. And they have um, unlimited prospects. So they're thinking, well, the Reds are still in the rebuild stage. You can probably get them out of their pro- with prospects. And the Reds are probably thinking about it. I would not be surprised whatsoever. But they would be absolutely freaking idiotic if they were to give up Luis Castillo. 
If they were to give up Luis Castillo, they better be getting one hell of a deal. I mean, like James Paxton flipping Rose Chapman and Clint Frazier for the guy. Yes, that's how good Luis Castillo is going to be in the future. Especially if that guy can get a better curveball. Oh, man. That guy would be virtually unhittable. I mean, the guy only has technically two pitches to work with. I mean, his slider is not great at all. He doesn't strike out pitch or players with a slider. His slider. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see anything else about it. But, um, but yeah, um, I, I don't know. It, it's. It's really scaring me that that, that it's actual rumor because it makes me think that the Reds are actually trying to um, to trade him. It really does, and it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. Not to mention, Alex Wood has a setback, and something I forget what it was. Like his back became sore again or something stupid. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, good God, man. Why do the why do the Reds always have this stupid luck? It's only it's 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 gonna be more than half the season before Alex Wood gets a, a single start. And we really could have used this guy. It could have been a game changer. Screw Jeanette gets here. These are Two of the best, I mean, one of our best pitchers. And then Scooter Jeanette, probably our, our smartest hitter. Both both gone for half the season. Huge, absolutely huge. But um, it definitely sucks, sure. I mean, I, yesterday I talked all day technically about trades. All day about... I was just complaining about um, who they needed to trade, and, and that they did they didn't need another another hitter. I don't know if they did get a hitter. I don't know where they put them. I don't know what they'd be looking for. I said that a million times, but I'm just not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, they they they're just wasting their time on more offense. When they need to be be getting more pitching. I mean, how many times have we had teams tee off on us? Sometimes even in relief positions, and the Reds are looking to get another controllable hitter. It's just um, it's weird. But um, uh, you know what? I think part of the problem of why the Reds' offense is so streaky is because David Bell, I still think David Bell has the lineup um, set up incorrectly. It is set up incorrectly. And then David Bell keeps switching up. Winker and batting first and Senzel batting first. I know it's probably 
got to do something with the lefty-righty bullcrap. But, dude, you got to keep the guys in the same spot. What did Scott Schepler say in the beginning of the year? He says, he literally said, every player worries about where they're going to be in the lineup every day. They want to know where they're playing, where they're batting. But with this, he said something along this line. But with this team, you just, when, but in Cincinnati, you just don't know what you're gonna, what, what you're gonna, or you don't know what to expect. And that's the one hundred percent truth. You can't do that with a team. You just can't. You can't keep switching them up. I mean, keep Sinzel in the leadoff. When Scooter Jeanette comes back, he's probably coming back Friday. He goes in the two-hole. Joey Votto in the three. Swords, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen whatsoever. I know it's not. It's not going to. But, it, I mean, that's where they're best at, though. That is where they are best at. That I mean, look from last year's offense. Look at it. Look where they were. Look where they were placed at in the lineup, and put them there. Put them there. It's so frustrating, man. Five three, Suarez four, five Puig, flipping Dietrich six. I don't Iglesias six seven. I don't care. Just the the, the the top of the lineup is what I'm really worried about. One through five is really what I'm worried about. Sinzel should be leading off. No doubt about it. 100%. No doubt. Scooter Jeanette comes back. He should be in the two hole. Fada should be in the three hole. Suarez should be in the four hole. Suarez has been our four hole hitter for the last couple years. And now David Bell comes in and decides to switch it up with that analytic bullcrap. It's like messing up someone's daily routine. It, t- it, get, it takes time to get used to, and sometimes you can't get used to it. And when you can't get used to it, you have to go back to your old routine. So why does David Bell still think, after half the season, that his little strategy... It's still work. It's going to work eventually, dude. It's half the season. It's it's almost half the season. It's almost the All Star break, and it's still not working. Like, yeah, they'll go on their little offensive runs here or there, but we need a consistent five, six runs a game. We're not getting that. Now, if they if they were scoring five, six runs a game, I would have no problem with it. But clearly, it's not working! I'm sorry. I, I mean, am I getting too mad, guys? I don't, think I'm, I don't think I'm too mad. Because this team has been so frustrating this year. Because everyone knows that they could be way above 500. 
but they're just not playing like they should. And it's so frustrating. It's like LeBron James not playing like LeBron James. I'm not saying this this Reds team is some type of World Series team, but they are a playoff team. They're that they're good, especially if they get another ace pitcher. Literally, everyone is below average of their career stats. Everyone. Maybe besides uh, Jose Iglesias. That is all. That is it. And Amir Garrett. Those are the two only guys. That's it. I would like you guys to name one other player that is hitting at least their average stats this year. I mean, it's embarrassing. I don't know if the the, the, the the Pirates won yesterday, which I'm about to look that up, because if they did, guess what? The Reds are in last place again. So give me one second here. Only take a second. <clears throat> well, maybe, because I don't see the standings here anywhere. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, the Reds are in last. Ah. Oh, my God, dude. I cannot stand this team. I cannot stand it. I mean, for God's sakes, Milwaukee, it has a negative eight run differential, and they're above 500. It, ha- it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense. The game, the, 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 the Reds were four and a half games back of first place, and now they're six. Six. The Cubs have lost two in a row. Milwaukee Brewers have lost two in a row. The St. Louis Cardinals have lost three in a row. And now the Reds decide to get flipping cold at this time. And if they weren't cold, the Reds would probably be at 500, if not over 500. And they would be tied for third place. Or, or, or sitting one game under, under like, second place or something. It's so frustrating, man. The Reds have got to win a bunch of games against uh, um, Chicago and Milwaukee these next two series. They have to. If they win five out of seven, which I would take any day of the week, there'd be 41 and 43 against Milwaukee and Chicago, and I would be 100% okay with that. But if they can go 6-7, and seven, I'd be, that'd be, that would be way better. But, I mean, yeah, overall, I mean, plus 40 run differential, you got Pittsburgh with negative 64 run differential. Negative 64. Yes, I'm, I, I, I'm saying negative 64. And they have a better record than the Cincinnati Reds do. How do you, how in the world do you, so frustrating, man. I I can't stand it. It it makes my blood boil. It really does. 
Uh, anyway, alright guys, so the Reds are off tonight. Um, I'll be off tonight from the podcast, probably the whole weekend, honestly. I probably won't be back till Monday. So, um, I guess we'll see how, what happens with, um, with Chicago. Uh, let's cross our fingers, but um, we'll see. So, But anyway, that's all I have for you guys today. Uh, I appreciate you guys' uh, support, and please hit the subscribe button, and we will see you guys later. Have a good day.